night, an all-new run of Kotsun McCavalcade begins as Brandon and Cullen get themselves into a giant-sized conversation on Godzilla Raids again. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. This is the return of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 1, 2, 3, 123. This is Brandon, and as always with me is my flying mate, Cullen. When you said flying mate, it took me a second, like, why are you calling me your flying mate? It doesn't make any sense. And then I remembered the movie we watched. It makes perfect sense. (laughs) I I was going to say wingman, but that's lame. I was like, flying mate. Yeah, we're not watch- we're not watching fucking garbage like uh, Top Gun. We're watching Godzilla Raids again. <laughs> yes, today we are here to uh, discuss the 1955 film Godzilla Raids again. Cullen, tell us the story of a second Godzilla raid. Godzilla battles an irradiated ankylosaur, whatever, and destroys Osaka in the process. Better than a cankleosaur, right? Am I right? (laughs) Godzilla Raids Again is directed by Moreish Oda and Ishiro Honda, though there's apparently one of them did not direct this, and stars Takashi Shimura returning as Dr. Kyohai Yamain, uh, Haro Nakajima as Godzilla, and Katsumi Tezuke as Angirias. I'm going to murder names through this gonna do it welcome back to cult cinema cavalcade folks it's been a while and um we had some time off for reasons and stuff we appreciate those of you who uh were pining for more episodes patient for more episodes and just looking for a good time and we hope you are enjoying coming back to us as we discuss godzilla raids again today if you weren't looking forward to us coming back go to hell yeah like unsubscribe (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, I don't... You think you're so big? <laughs> Turn us off! That's <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, we are here uh, with Godzilla, our first ever venture into Godzilla, and uh, it's going to be a big one. Cole and I, are. we've been gone for about a month and a half, and... To make up for lost time, we're going to parade through the Showa era of Godzilla movies. A feat done probably by other podcasts before, but we're doing it here. (laughs) We're making up for it by overdoing it. By overdoing it. Folks, um, this is going to be a a thing. However long we take through this goal, if something changes... Expect it, but uh, that's what we're planning on doing right now. But you know, things happen. People get bored. People, I don't know. This could. It's gonna. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, but we're. There's definitely a couple I'm not looking forward to. Right. I'll be honest. I love these movies, but we ugh. are only doing the sequels. The first one is it a cult film? I mean, it's a well-revered classic. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's people. People know it. Yeah, there, and there's actually like. I don't know if subtext is the right word, but it's, you know, it's not just a monster movie, whereas all the others, 
it, it, there's not as much to say as right. the original one. Right. And yeah, so that's what we're going to do. Schedule out the window. These episodes come out as they are able to be heard. So you will not have to wait. You might have to wait. You might not have to wait. You might get two in a row. You, you might wait a week and get four. Who knows? It's going to be fun. So cult cinema <laughs> surprise cavalcade with Godzilla. Because you know what? Do you know when Godzilla is going to strike? No. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't say Mondays. He doesn't say bi-weekly. He just strikes. Right. And you don't know how many times. It just happens. Is it lazy? No. We're doing 14 damn Godzilla sequels. We're going to release them <laughs> when we release them. The angry podcasters back. are back. Get off our backs. We haven't even started. You're already on our cases. God. <laughs> and... and yeah, this does coincide with the Criterion set of Godzilla films, duh. But now we have them in great quality. Both Cullen and I have a set. We're going to watch them. We're going to be seeing the same thing. It's going to be fun. Watch, if you got the set, watch them with us. Like we always yes. want you to watch with us. Now you can pay for a very nice Godzilla set. Even if you don't like Godzilla movies, I'm sure someone would buy it off you afterward. Yeah, if you don't own it, uh, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Like, I'm poor. Save for it. Figure it out. I don't know. Don't steal it. But, you know, figure it out. Yes. It's worth it. So we're turning a new corner. We're hitting Godzilla. We always wanted to do Godzilla, right? And now we're in year five, oh, yeah. and <laughs> here's Godzilla. <laughs> he's here. Finally. You never know when he's going to strike. You never know. You never know. You had to wait. And in this case... I'm a fan of Godzilla films. I like I like them. I go when it, if Godzilla is going to be in the theater, I I go opening weekend and stuff. I'm personally I'm not like the gigantic fan. I've seen a good handful of these, but I memory recollection or n- big knowledge not my forte. But Cullen here is our Godzilla expert. So this is when this is a time when Cullen is the guy. So I will be. <laughs> oh man, I'm in. We're in trouble we're now. We're in now trouble we now. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I'm excited to go through these and like give them the good, critical look, fun mm-hmm. discussions. But I've always wanted to. But yeah, so very very excited to dive in here. This movie also landmark here with Godzilla raised again. It's our oldest, the oldest film we've discussed on this show. It has <gasps> surpassed The Creature Walks Among Us by one year. So 1955 <laughs> is now it. And what better way to usurp a radiation-era sci-fi horror classic monster than with another one of the radiation-era, horror-era, class sci-fi-era classic monster? So, Creature, you've been retired. Godzilla's here. He beat you by a year. I can't say which one's better yet, but we'll figure that out. Fire monsters raging out of the flaming bowels of hell. 
Force, crushing whole cities in its wrath. And deadly Angurus, screaming its challenge of mortal combat. The Battle of the Ages. Scenes and sights and sensations beyond anything the screen has ever shown. here with Godzilla Raids again, the sequel to Godzilla. It was a Rush sequel. I guess they wanted to strike why the iron is hot. It's kind of weird because this was not a time where it's like sequel, sequel, sequels. Yeah, the Universal Monsters had them, but not in a while. Like, I guess Creature was doing that, but like the fact that they were like, we're going we're to do another one of these Godzillas mm-hmm. and, and hurried it through, which the, the director, as I mentioned at the top, Ishiro Honda was the director of the original, but he did not direct this one. They wanted him to, but it was Modish Oda because the other guy was directing something else, but I think they threw his name on there to sell it or something. Like, just... Mm-hmm. Awful practices oh, that would yeah. awful practices that would not go today, but that looks... But no one's watching then, so who cares? Right. So this one, oh, they hurried up, made another Godzilla film, and it feels like the first and doesn't at the same time it's really that's what you know i was gonna say something like that where it it's this weird mix of the feeling or the emotions you know of like oh man there's an atomic monster where we see like people being scared like and actually running and like like real like if you were in that actual situation like it's horrifying there's some of that but then there's also just like monsters fighting as well so it's like the original Godzilla mixed with all the sequels, and it's just this weird mashup that just does not go very well together. Yeah, I, I so think kind of off-putting sometimes. Yeah, actually, I think the first one like cares about this those people, and this one does it because the first one did it. Yeah, yeah. The first one you actually like kind of care about the the characters, even outside of the main characters, even this, this the glimpses of people that you see. You're scared for them and genuinely concerned for them. And this one, there's some, there is some of that, but it's just like you said, like mm-hmm. it's just like, well, that's what you do, right? Yeah, it just just not work well. And visually, the first one has a little bit more sense, a grim look to it. Like it's trying to be real. And then like this one, I think because the first one pulled it off, they were a bit overconfident in what they were doing, more so than. Yeah. Which, because I, I, I wanted, I, I, I noted here when I was watching the film that it, it features a lot of what I called aggressive model work. <laughs> See, I, I was going to say something like uh, abusive puppetry. One thing I think is, I don't know if intended, but is a smart move is during a lot of random, there was regular driving scenes with regular vehicles that were done with models in a model city. And I was like, well, that's weird that they just did that. But in a way, it's better visually because when you see those things getting picked up, destroyed, they don't like drastically change from real thing to obvious model thing. Like mm-hmm. it was just how it was. So it kind of fits and and feels better when the, the carnage happens. It feels more in step with the movie than if you drastically changed and you're like, oh, well, 
that's an effect. It just now is just like, well, this is this is the fun of what we do in the movie rather than showing, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I just at first I was like, ah, and then I'm like, you know what? That's kind of smart <laughs> to, to just have all the vehicles and stuff be models the whole time. That's how I, I at least took it that way. Yeah. And also, like, it's probably cheaper than, you know, renting a helicopter or using a stock. I mean, stock mm-hmm. footage. I mean, I don't know. But they, they wanted to look nicer. I don't know. Yeah. They wanted to, you know, not to rely on that. Whatever. There was effort put into it. And it shows. Right. And this one just is seems a lot more focused on, which is kind of a good thing when it comes to these, Carnage and the monsters. Mm-hmm. Like it, it seems to seems to be like yeah we know what the goods are let's just throw them here. Well, it, for for me it did take a little while to get to Godzilla. Like 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 we know who Godzilla is. Let's just get on with this show already. And I think that's kind of like what we talked about about how it's like it's like that original Godzilla where it kind of takes him a little while to, mm-hmm. to show up. Like he was, there's some mystery to it. Yeah. And they still do that, but like with this, like with, no, there's no mystery. Right. Like, get to it. Come on, it's on the poster. We know it's happening. It's, it's happening. It's go. <laughs> it's like it's like Doctor Who, and then something's like the title of something's like of the Daleks, and then like you take the whole first episode to surprise, it's the Daleks. <laughs> like, it's like it's like yeah, this yeah. should have been the first scene. What yeah. the hell is this? Yeah, it was in the title, man. What, what, what do you mean, Planet of the Daleks has Daleks on it? Wait a minute, Shut on up. the planet? Wow! <laughs> in the opening, these these two jet pilots they land on this island. One of them, some has car, car trouble in his jet, and they land, and they do see Godzilla. Car trouble? <laughs> you mean engine trouble? Engine trouble? I like car trouble. Well, the problem is, you got a car in your plane here. They see Godzilla and the new monster, Anguirus, uh, the cankle sore, uh, fighting. We, but it's a distracted view through a mountain. But you're like, oh wait, that's that's Godzilla and uh, another thing. Uh, and then those go away for a bit. But we do get them right <laughs> yeah. off the bat. Yeah, that is, that is cool. But like. That is great, but like, and their reactions to it are like, did, did they seem underwhelmed to you? Like, they should be like frightened. They're like, oh, there they are. Like, oh, I guess we should hide. And then they just kind of like hide in the crevice and watch them like brutally attack each other. Yeah, and they have the look of like trying to be quiet in the woods while they can peer through trees watching two deers mate. Like that's what. <laughs> that's how they're, they're like. No, 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 no. Don't. <laughs> well, that would. <laughs> That would definitely be more disturbing than watching these monsters fight because when it's the guys in the suits, uh, it it's just slap fighting, right? Yeah. Like it is just. Well, I mean, the guy the, in the ankle, the angulus, he can barely move. Like you can tell he's right. Well, yeah, that was my biggest like takeaway from those monster attacks was these suits were not built for fighting. No, and, and it, it is it is unfortunate because like, that I know that first. The original Godzilla suit was like really hard to walk in, really stiff. I think like one of the guys like broke his leg even when he was in the in the original one. It's the same suit, so it's not like better. They may have modified it a bit. I, that part, I'm not 100. Well, I, I think on, this. I was it this one I read that they they had a guy. They had a suit where a guy put something on first, and they started gluing piece by piece by piece to him. And I think that might have been pieces of the original suit. They just found a way to put it on more comfortably or something. Well, it might have been. But, like, even, like, when you're, like, 
the suits just looked awkward, and like you can tell that the fighting was awkward. Aside, even even if you're not just like watching all the slapping that's happening, because that's all it is that they're doing. <laughs> hey, it's an two, it's a two. it's an evolving process. We've got thirteen more after this. We'll see it evolve. Two giant titans slap fighting. Wow. Yeah, and it's a cross between. They move between guy in costume and puppets. Is what they did well, with it, this. And like. With either of those, they'll just speed it up, too, which is real, just, like, it's weird. It's just, like, stuff that big wouldn't move that fast. Well, they did accidentally, like, so there's a three-camera shoot, and one of them got put on a slower frame rate to record That's on. That's what happened. And they d- accidentally discovered slow mo- the slower movements of them in this film that would be a staple uh, but it was an accidental setting, um, and they just decided, well, let's just see. Maybe we can use this footage, and that's some of the better stuff. That's where it's like, oh, this looks really good, and then other stuff's just like, yep, two dudes, watch- uh, two dudes in costumes fighting. <laughs> yeah, we watched the original Godzilla, and like even then, he didn't move that fast. Where he was no, like- no, no. That but that one's just so calculating like it's a well-made film this is yeah this is go shoot something we need something by friday like I, 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 it's better than that but yeah compared but to the first one yeah like like you know i said like where the characters kind of matter and there's some kind of plot going on it's not just like oh shit there they are the movie the original king kong the original godzilla those are just i mean they're legendary for a reason i mean they're just uh, effects masterpieces just stuff great use uh, great use of camera great use of model work and costumes puppets things like that stop motion they're just brilliant Every, everybody should see see them they're just that great and then this is you know hey we made our money we can we can always do this or something like that which is yeah. weird to see that that mentality in place in 1956 but here we are and they do have they do have some continuity with the first film by bringing back Dr. Yamaim yep yep killing names <laughs> killing names but doc, <laughs> sure Dr. Dr. Yaman Yamain sure Yaman but he comes back as the you know expert because he dealt with it the first movie and we find out that this is a second Godzilla. This isn't the one from the first one. The first one died. With the oxygen destroyer. So that so it is like it is neat how like there's continuity with these. Like it is interesting. Like there's sometimes where there there is continuity between movies and other times it's just like, ah, Godzilla's here now. Like, okay, great. <laughs> this is a continuity one, which is nice. I always I appreciate when they make the effort, even though if it's not a hundred percent. In a little place to give a slight nod to say, Hey, you watched the last one, didn't you? That's cool. I don't need you know, you can <laughs> you know, like the Jason movies. His his body reflects every movie he's been through. Okay. There we go. There's yeah. your continuity. Oh, I'd, uh, I'd like to point out that apparently people already know about Anguirus. Did yeah. You... <laughs> that was a little crazy. Like, when the scientists come in, like, it's like, you know, those guys, uh, somehow, whatever, they get gets back to the mainland. Uh, hey, Anguirus is uh, around. And, like, Anglosaurus, whatever. Cankosaurus. Cankosaurus, sure. Is uh, is a dinosaur, and it's also known as Anguirus. Like, okay, sure. This thing has a nickname. 
Yeah. So what you're so what you're telling me is not only do you, are you aware that these things exist, like there's like bones or something of this thing, like that's so damn weird. Well, I think they're trying to say that it's a dinosaur that was awoken by the well, same blast that the original Godzilla had happened. And I'm like, what was it? Like sleeping was it, like what? What awakens? You know, like <laughs> right. But like, but also the way they talk about it, they don't say like, oh, it got mutated from the radiation. Now it's even bigger. Like, no, it just sounds like it was just a dinosaur that woke up and decided to fight Godzilla. <laughs> it's like, well, like both fighting now. <laughs> like like both of them are pissed off that they woke up, so just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. It was you, wasn't it? Why did you wake me up? I didn't wake you up. You woke me up and just. Bang, bang, bang. He's fighting Godzilla 2. That's right. Or or if you want to be cool with it, Godzilla. Oh. But yeah, I, I'm just fascinated Ew. that it's Godzilla 2. Like the, the second, or the, no, they, they try to pull off the, the species as Godzilla. Yeah, I guess. There's, there's stuff in the later movies, like after the Showa era, where it's... Uh, they say that there's like a Godzilla Saurus, <laughs> and like it like got mutated from like radiation. Ah, uh, like okay, that. gotcha. They, they, they tried to explain it away other than just like it's a big, big giant monster with big fins and he shoots radiation out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, that doesn't that, that does not happen until special effects have made great advancements. One of the things I, I love that they immediately went with hopefully a non-violent option. They're like, we're not going to beat him. But they, they decided to come up with a non-violent plan, which does work, where they black out the entire city that he's near, and they redirect him with some, like, flares and, and stuff to get him away. And it works until a prison truck breakout happens, and the criminals just do some shit and light and big fire takes the city so Godzilla's like wait a minute you guys <laughs> and then the the shit you hits the fan from me yeah when, like when those that prisoner stuff started I thought is this going to be important it like it was on the verge of starting to take too long before like I could figure out like oh okay this actually is pertinent to what the hell's happening and like but what's so great is like you keep seeing the prisoners over and over again <laughs> like like okay they're dead and, and they're, now they're dead. so innocent. Like, there's a story there, and like a modern movie would be focused. Yes. Like, somebody in there would have been a main character to help or learn or be like a villain within the mm-hmm. the film of the people. And it's just honestly wasted here. Their only purpose is to do shit to get Godzilla back here. Once they've done that, they're dispatched pretty much. But they want our character to be lead character be one of the pilot guys which he disappears like after the beginning of this movie i mean he's granted he's in a war room type place but he's doing nothing until the end when he's back on a plane mm-hmm. there's no sense of main character that oh, i no. care of at all then there's like a woman who gets introduced and he thinks she's gonna be something and she's not she's like a girlfriend but it doesn't do anything but there's just a lack of any human character not that we need the human character but this has nothing else to offer yeah the human care the human parts of godzilla movies are always that's your most problematic area i'm not gonna say they're always like bad but but like that is the easiest part to get wrong and uh, boy howdy they sure did 
they, this one. Did they get it wrong or just not try? Like, <laughs> which is wrong. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Too. It's, it's, yeah, it's so ineffective. Like the only the person I remember most is the guy from the first one because he came back and I was like, oh yeah. yes, you, your man. Uh-huh. I, I, I think that was was part of it. You know, we just keep going. I keep bringing it up, but like it just wasn't like you know a serious or you know a uh, monster. Uh, it's not a serious film, and it's not a monster movie. It's somewhere in between, and it just that's another part of it, and it's just. And it also like, it uh, doesn't feel like that bridge or corner turn from what we're gonna go into. Like it, it'd be one thing to be like, yeah, this movie failed, but it also set up that the series was gonna be this. Or this, and it just feels like a, a failed copy of the first one. Like, and and yeah. you honestly don't need to see this one, right? Like, this could be easily skipped. No, this is the first time I've watched it. You know, yeah. I love Godzilla movies, and this was like when you, you know. So we talked about this. Like, let's start watching these. So I was like, ah, oh, well, I knew eventually I was going to watch it. Let's just see what it's like. Let's get it out of the way, and. It's out of the way. <laughs> it's out of the way is what I can say about it. Yeah, they do at the end. I mean, there's, I have to admit, the finale, I I was digging. It was just a bunch of explosions and missiles and just a well, yeah, like, all-out like, fight. You know, like the, the plan for the f- uh, first one was... For the first for the original Godzilla was the oxygen destroyer, and like this one, like they have, they've done zero science in this movie, so there's no way yeah. they'll have anything close to that. So, but they come up with a pretty good solution to you know contain Godzilla, mm-hmm. which is you know to like the. I'm not sure if it was their goal to you know corner him in a you know. A, Iceberg or whatever the hell that was, or he just happened to stumble across it. And they blow the shit out of those mountains. Oh, oh my yeah, god! They do. I'm surprised well, any I, of it's still standing. What I love is that. All right, we got the idea for the, the sacrifice of this goofy guy. He gave us the idea. Not even the sacrifice. <laughs> just the. I don't even know what that was. He was just upset at Godzilla. And Godzilla looked up and was like, what? Shut up. And fired his radiation breath. And, just, and then the guy crashed into a mountain. I did love the one uh, pilot when he's like, son of a bitch. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my, I love that part. I did not expect to see that in a Godzilla movie. That was pretty neat. Where he said son of a bitch multiple times. Yes, yeah. The first time struck me and then he's like, oh, you're just going to keep saying it, man. Yeah, but when he he crashes into the mountain and like all the the ice surrounds Godzilla and he's like you know, having a difficult time moving, you know they catch on like hey if we bomb this area maybe we can like, cover him in ice and he can't move and then we'll get him. Mm-hmm. But but then it's like oh we're out of missiles like well let's go back to base like well, is Godzilla gonna stay there like like there was that moment where it was like it took Godzilla a while they had enough time. To go back to their base, figure out a plan, put more missiles on their planes, fly back to where Godzilla was. They had the and cheat bomb code again. They had the cheat code yeah, for unloaded missiles. They sure did. Uh, no, they had like, a cheat code for extra time. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> like, like when they start to fly back, you do see that. Like, all right, he's starting to knock himself, you know, all the ice off or, or whatever. But it, it had to be just such a long time. For them to fly back and restock. Right, yeah, because they were, I mean, that same pilot, I was amazed. I was like, he just shot everything off of his plane. I saw it. Yes, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I love it. It's like, all right, the only way it's going to work if we do this, like, we know the plan. Bomb the shit out of it and hit the ice on go. What are we talking about this? Get to it. Yeah, he gets buried. And that's, I mean, and it ends, like, right after that. It's like, oh, yeah. Godzilla's dead or trapped. The end. Yeah, it's like, everything's pretty right. Re- well, you know, because there is no other story. There's right. no other story with anyone in this. Like, who? Nope. There's, there's nothing else to wrap up. That was nothing that happened. Yep. Godzilla, Godzilla already, a- he won against uh, the Ankylosaurus, and boom. Yeah, that was, like, halfway through the movie that Anguirus was, was defeated. Like, I will say this, like, the, the fights are mm, problematic, but the, the ending to that fight was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, when he, like, he, like, he bit Anguirus in the back of his neck and the blood just Yeah, it was out. blood flowing. Yeah, and there's, like, I don't, like, there wasn't music either, there was, but you could hear, like, the blood, like, coming out of his, you know, neck, it's like, whoa! And then he threw him in the water and, like, lit him on fire and, like, the town on fire, too. And I thought, yeah. well, is Anguirus going to come back? Like, no, he killed Anguirus. Damn! Yeah, that blood flow and son of a bitch were, like, the two surprises. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. 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 I didn't, I yeah. going into this, like, I, I didn't know anything about it. I'd never seen this one. And I was surprised. I was like, oh, he's, he's fighting another monster already. I thought we were just in for, you know encore version of the first one you know mm-hmm. uh, just just Godzilla again but I was like oh look uh, his first his first opponent nothing to brag about nope should be difficult because he's nothing but spikes but yeah but he's on all fours it's a challenge yeah. and he doesn't have wings or anything so that's that's a challenge that's right there's a reason why in the Godzilla fighting games that Anguirus can roll into a ball to give him something interesting to do <laughs> I'd like to see the actor try that in the that's <laughs> right. Someone give me a push. <laughs> yeah, God. Especially in this suit. Jeez. Godzilla Raids Again, the second Godzilla picture from Toho Studios, hit American theaters four years later as Gigantus, the fire monster. Reportedly, the title was changed because the U.S. distributor thought audiences would confuse it with a reissue of the original Godzilla. The American producers planned to reconfigure Godzilla Raids Again, as was the case with the American version of the original Godzilla, to the point of reshooting scenes with new Godzilla suits provided by Toho Studios, but the change ended up being much less significant. Among those changes, the voice of a young Japanese-American actor named George Takai, best known, of course, for his work as a part-time announcer on The Howard Stern Show. Apparently, I'm told he also worked on a sci-fi show sometime in the 60s. Now comes the time in the episode where we rate the movie we just watched as we are cult cinema cavalcade. We keep things nice and culty. Our ratings are as follows. Stay with your family, which means you put your money on the Kankosaurus and you're probably not going to be doing too well. Converted, which means you are down with the plan of the blackout and uh, it's all good. No, no violence, nothing. Everything will be fine. Or drink of the Kool-Aid, anarchy. Prison truck down, Godzilla destroying everything. Air in sight, including Kankosaurus. Snap, dead, blood dripping. Cullen, how do you rate Godzilla raids again? Uh, well, uh, Anguirus is not a very good opponent, not very interesting or fun. It's just awkward. Like I said, the, the fighting is awkward in it. The, um, the, 
puppetry uh, was used so much. Like in the original, it was used pretty. Yeah, it was used effectively. And like this one, it's like a spotlight is shown on. Like, see, they're puppets, and it's just <laughs> it's, it does not work. Yeah, it, it's just a really awkward Godzilla movie. Uh, I'm glad that I didn't make a special effort to watch it before. We we watched it for this, so I stay with my family on it. It's neat because there is some continuity between this one and the next one, but you don't need to watch it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Brandon, how do you rate Godzilla Raids again? Didn't hate it. Don't see any reason to, like, champion it or watch it again for a good long while. I'll probably, you know, the next time I watch it will be probably when I've forgotten most of it and be like let me check that out again most of the time i was amused with just the you know the the strings are showing with a lot of its effects but that kind of fascinates me at times where i'm like oh that's how they do that that's kind of neat and spotting things and seeing godzilla for a bit but overall just ah it's like a poor iteration of the first one and while you have another monster he's not that cool (laughs) and there is some cool destruction skip to the end maybe watch the planes just unload on godzilla and a mountain but i don't even think there's like a sequence to point out that's like even really cool in this that that you could do it's just more godzilla and that they stopped there they didn't they didn't think of any much interesting besides that but i i'm not i'm not gonna totally bag on this movie because I, I don't think it's like a whole waste of time it's like an hour and 20 minutes but still it's not yeah it's it's a stay it's to stay with my family kind of movie on call cinema cavalcade for sure tadami no kata okotowari On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we proceed on to King Kong versus Godzilla from 1962. Uh, I want to thank everybody who listens to the show. Thank you for your patience and uh, willingness. Well, you didn't have a choice. Thank you for um, coming back from the hiatus with us. Sorry we've gone for so long, but we're, it's kind of, you know, nice reboot, refresh. Uh, we're going to hit this Godzilla thing pretty hard for you guys. It's uh, going to be fun. Uh, just not off to the best start with raids again, but hey, we had to start somewhere. So we're back in business, and we hope you are going to enjoy uh, the show some more. And we hope you went back and listened to your favorite episodes while we were out, and tell us which ones those were. Which holds up? Which is best the fifth time you listen to it? I think it's mazes and monsters, but hey, <laughs> uh, we look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer to King Kong versus Godzilla. The trailer that actually trails. Invincible Gorilla Guard of a Jungle Paradise.
listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon Peters. Narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. give you you guys like impersonations uh, of course you do you're a human being um, this is my impersonation of a uh, police officer a hard-boiled detective um, interrogating Godzilla Godzilla sorry we had to tie you down with double tensile cable in a Navy seal knot but everybody's afraid of your size. Look, we got a pretty good idea that you destroyed the city today. Now, I don't want to put you in a lineup like my partner does. I'm sure we could have someone who identifies you, not this poor bastard on the bottom of your right foot. I don't want to uh, play hardball with you, Godzilla. My partner wants to put you in the Black Sea and destroy you with nuclear weapons. I don't want to do that. My partner's a hardhead. All right? His wife is suing him for divorce, and he's got a kid in a cult where they just stand around in a circle and masturbate to George Magazine. It's a good reference, right, George Magazine? I'm always impressed with myself when I say George Magazine. Um... And, and when cops are interrogating people, they're always like, they always do shit that they, they try to uh, sympathize with the person they're interrogating. Like, ooh, his shoes are tight. Ah, wife bought him at Stroud's. You married, Godzilla? What? Mothra? Tell me about it.